0: This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Five Little Peppers and How They Grew By Margaret Sidney Chapter 13 Phronsie Pays a Debt of Gratitude And now I tell you, said Polly the next day, "'Let's make Jasper something, can't we, Ma?' "'Oh, do, do!' cried all the other children. "'Let's. But what'll it be, Polly?' "'I don't know about this,' interrupted Mrs. Pepper. "'I don't see how you could get anything to him if you could make it.' "'Oh, we could, Mamsie,' said Polly, eagerly, running up to her, "'for Ben knows, and he says we can do it.' "'Oh, well, if Ben and you have had your heads together, I suppose it's all right.' laughed Mrs. Pepper, but I don't see how you can do it. "'Well, we can, mother, truly,' put in Ben. "'I'll tell you how, and you'll say it'll be splendid. You see, Deacon Blodgett's going over to Hingham to-morrow. I heard him tell Miss Blodgett so, and he goes right past the hotel, and we can do it up real nice, and it'll please Jasper so. Do, Mammy.' "'And it's real dull there, Jasper says,' put in Polly persuasively. "'And just think, Mammy, "'No brothers and sisters!' and Polly looked around on the others. After that there was no need to say anything more. Her mother would have consented to almost any plan then. "'Well, go on, children,' she said. "'You may do it. I don't see but what you can get em there well enough. But I'm sure I don't know what you can make.' "'Can't we?' said Polly, and she knelt down by her mother's side and put her face in between the sewing in Mrs. Pepper's lap, and the eyes bent kindly down on her. "'Make some little cakes—real cakes, I mean. Now don't say no, Mammy,' she said, alarmed, for she saw a no slowly coming in the eyes above her, as Mrs. Pepper began to shake her head. "'But we haven't any white flour, Polly,' began her mother. "'I know.' said Polly, but we'll make them of brown. It'll do, if you give us some raisins. You know there's some in the bowl, Mammy. I was saving them for a nest egg, said Mrs. Pepper, meaning at some future time to indulge in another plum pudding that the children so loved. Well, do give them to us, cried Polly. Do, Ma. I want em for a plum pudding some time, said Mrs. Pepper. Oh, and Joel, with a howl, sprung up from the floor where he had been trying to make a cart for Baby out of an old box, and joined Mrs. Pepper and Polly. "'No, don't give him away, Ma,' he screamed. "'Let's have our plum pudding. Now, Polly Pepper, you're going to bake up all our raisins in nasty little cakes, and—' "'Joey!' commanded Mrs. Pepper. "'Hush! What word did you say?' "'Well,' blubbered Joel, wiping his tears away with his grimy little hand, "'Polly's—' "'a-goin' to give?' "'I should rather you'd never have a plum-pudding "'than to say such words,' said Mrs. Pepper, "'sternly, taking up her work again. "'And besides, do you think what Jasper has done for you?' "'And her face grew very white around the lips.' "'Well, he can have plum-puddings,' said Joel, whimpering, "'forever and ever, if he wants them, and—and—' "'Well, Joey,' said Polly, "'there, don't feel bad.' and she put her arms around him and tried to wipe away the tears that still rolled down his cheeks. "'We won't give em if you don't want us to, but Jasper's sick, and there isn't anything for him to do, and—' Here she whispered slyly up into his ear, "'Don't you remember how you liked folks to send you things when you had the measles?' "'Yes, I know,' said Joel, beginning to smile through his tears. "'Wasn't it fun, Polly?' I guessed was laughed Polly back again, pleased at the return of sunshine. Well, Jasper'll be just as pleased as you were, cause we love him and want to do something for him. He was so good to Phronsie, I will Polly, I will cried Joel, completely won over, do let's make em for him and put em in thick, oh, thick as you can. And determined to do nothing by halves, Joel ran generously for the precious bowl of raisins, and, after setting it on the table, began to help Polly in all needful preparations. Mrs. Pepper smiled away to herself to see happiness restored to the little group, and soon a pleasant hum and bustle went on around the baking table, the centre of attraction. Now, said Phronsie, coming up to the table and standing on tiptoe to see Polly measure out the flour. "'I'm a going to bake something for my sick man. "'I am.' "'Oh, no, Phronsie, you can't,' began Polly. "'Hey?' asked Joel, with a dab of flour on the tip of his chubby nose, gained by too much peering into Polly's flour-bag. "'What did she say, Polly?' watching her shake the clouds of flour in the sieve. "'She said she was going to bake something for Jasper,' said Polly. "'There,' as she whisked in the flour. "'Now that's done.' No, I didn't say Japser, said Phronsie. I didn't say Japser, she repeated emphatically. Why, what did you say, Pet? asked Polly, astonished, while little Davy repeated. What did you say, Phronsie? I said, My sick man, said Phronsie, shaking her yellow head. Poor sick man. "'What does she mean?' said Polly, in despair, stopping a moment her violent stirring that threatened to overturn the whole cake-bowl. "'I guess she means prince,' said Joel. "'Can't I stir, Polly?' "'Oh, no,' said Polly. "'Only one person must stir cake.' "'Why?' asked Joel. "'Why, Polly?' "'Oh, I don't know,' said Polly. "'Cause tis so. "'Never mind now, Joel. "'Do you mean prince, Phronsie?" "'No, I don't mean princey.' said the child decisively, I mean my sick man. It's Jasper's father, I guess she means, said Mrs. Pepper, over in the corner, but what in the world? Yes, yes, cried Phronsie, perfectly delighted at being at last understood and hopping on one toe, my sick man. I shall give up, said Polly, tumbling over in a chair, with the cake spoon in her hand, from which a small sticky lump fell on her apron, which Joel immediately pounced upon and devoured. "'What do you want to bake, Phronsie? she gasped, holding the spoon sticking up straight, and staring at the child. "'A gingerbread boy,' said the child promptly. "'He'd like that best. Poor sick man!' And she commenced to climb up to active preparations. End of chapter 13